sponsored by Rode. This week on the Picture Line podcast, we're talking to landscape photographer Phil Monson about his outdoor awareness campaign, Leave It Better. To get more info on Phil's mission, you can visit his apparel site, intradaoutdoor.com. Here's some of the events we have coming up at PictureLine. Registration is now open for our Westcott workshop with Ian Spanier on March 15th and 16th. Get all the details and registration info in our show notes. Our ongoing get-to-know-your-camera classes are perfect for new photographers who want to master their equipment to get the best shots possible. Seats are available for this four- or eight-part course. Classes happen every Wednesday evening and Saturday morning. Get more info in our show notes. Sony is bringing the Alpha Universe to Salt Lake City. PictureLine is a proud sponsor of Sony's Be Alpha community meetup on March 24th. You can meet other local photographers, try out Sony gear, and more. Location is to be determined, but you can get all the details, register for the event, and stay up to date on the latest news in our show notes. Now on to the show. My guest this week on the Picture Line podcast is Phil Monson. He is a Utah-based landscape photographer. He is the owner of Intrada Outdoors, and he is a self-described non-extremist environmentalist. Uh, Phil, first of all, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. We're happy to have you here. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean by non-extremist environmentalist? It, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I, I, I guess whenever I hear the word, you know, environmentalist you, you almost get this vision in your mind of people chaining themselves to trees and sure. and uh, destroying property and and whatnot and and doing these extremist things and 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 that's not the the way it is I I, I care about the environment I I want to have wild places for everybody to enjoy for a very very long time uh, especially my kids maybe it's a little bit selfish um, to for them to have access to these places that, that have meant so much to me in my life. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I take it with a lot of responsibility that I, I need to do all I can to make sure that, that those places stick around. And uh, But I don't want the <laughs> you know people to be like, oh, well, this guy's a nutcase. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So. Um, now, you... We, you and I first started talking on social media. Yep. Um, kind of as a result of this, this called a campaign that yeah. you, you kind of have going on. Uh, part of that is this hashtag Leave It Better. Yep. Um, that you, you know, part of Intrada Outdoors is producing. Yeah. Uh, different apparel that has that slogan on it. Mm -hmm. um, so tell us a little bit about uh, that whole campaign. Sure. I kind of started out as. You know, when I was out you know, in national parks or we'd be just doing, you know, quick family hikes around whatever, we just, over the years, have increasingly seen more and more litter, uh, you, know, you know, within those areas. And vandalism is just a, a gigantic issue within national parks right now. I've, you know, I've, I've done a couple stories on, on Instagram a few times where I think I've shared it's, Probably fifty and people probably get little little burnout by it and, and probably un, unfollow me. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, you know, where I've posted, uh, you know, fifty stories from the news of extreme vandalism in the national parks. Just the the crazy problem with with litter and that the, the park service and the national forest service, you know, whatever it might be, just do they do not have the resources to deal with with this problem. And, uh, and a good friend of mine coined it really well that. Outdoor popularity has far outpaced um, 
outdoor awareness or, or outdoor ethics. You know, but a lot of people are going outside, which is awesome, which is great. It's almost like they've just discovered, oh, there's these really cool places I can go visit, but they almost completely neglect, you know, restrictions or just ethics in general, and they're leaving all their garbage at their campsites or, you know, along the trails, or they think that it's totally fine to carve their Instagram handle in the trees or the, or the slick rock or, right. or whatever that might be. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, you know, it just got to this point where it, you, you just get so frustrated. It's like, I, what can I do? What can I say to get the, the, the message out more? And so, you know, it's that uh, leave it better than you found it. It's, it's nothing new. I, I didn't coin that phrase. Right, yeah. it, it's, the, you know, Robert Baden-Powell. It's the, the, the classic Boy Scout you know, motto. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the actual motto, but <laughs> I do have sure. I do have an eagle, but that's been a long time ago. <laughs> uh, but that that's the that, you know that's a phrase. That's something I was taught when I was a scout growing up. I remember very distinctly we were on a on a long hike, and this was growing up in in Oregon, and we were hiking into the Mount Hood wilderness, and we came across a a pretty trashed campsite from the night before. You know, we're you know fourteen year old boys. We're not wanting to stop and clean anything up. We're, we're already tired. We're complaining about, you know, packs on our back and, you know, all, you know, all those things that, that 14 year old boys do. And our, and our leader stopped us and said, boys, we've got to make this place better than we found. We have to leave it better than we found it. And I remember, you know, what, what, what are we doing? <laughs> so we're, we're cleaning up garbage and putting it in our already heavy backpacks and then, you know, taking it with us. But you know, I we, we, I probably complained at the time about about doing that, but that has left a very um, uh, strong impact in, in my life, and and it's something that I've always a- adopted and have made my kids. You know, we've always got a garbage sack with us, and we and we clean up along the way, and 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 so I, I think there was one one other story that came out one time when I was you know perusing social media of of, of another national park and land, land, landmark or something that I got. I got vandalized, and I do a lot of time, a lot of my free time doing graphic design, and I thought, what, how can I put this in a shareable, easy message to broadcast that out more? And so I took the, you know, the shape of the old, um, you know, National Forest signs, kind of that obtruse rectangle-looking thing, and, you know, it's got the brown, the gold, and we just put, leave it better than you found it, and, and shared that out, and that's been really popular and ha- have taken that idea into, hey, let's organize cleanup events. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny and weird at the same time where I started calling around to the National Forest Service, to the different, you know, parks, uh, you know, state parks as well, because they're, <laughs> they're, they're just as trashed, unfortunately. And we started going into it of, hey, you know, I'd like to organize a cleanup at the park. I, you know, is there any anything we needed to work through you guys we're like oh well you know we'll get back to you or mm-hmm. you actually need to talk to this person you know going through the phone trees and trying to call a bunch of people to to get something organized it almost felt like impossible and so it was just like you know out of frustration more than anything it's like we're just gonna go do this yeah <laughs> we're just gonna go mm-hmm. and we're i'm gonna practice what i preach and we're we're gonna leave it better and uh we organized the first one we actually got some news attention around it ksl heard the story it's kind of funny, you know, they said, hey, it's actually a slow news day, so we need to fill a spot. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> That's great. That's great for this. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll bring some more out. I'll take a slow news day. And uh, I, I was kind of worried I was going to be the only one 
out there picking picking garbage up. But the first one, we had about 20 people show up, and in an hour and a half, we we cleared over 30 back, you know, full, you know, like it's like the 40 and 60 gallon size right. bags of garbage out of out of Big Cottonwood Canyon. Wow. Uh, organized another one a couple of weeks later up Mill Creek, about about the same result. It's just just wild. Yeah. So yeah, it's been uh, it's it's been really great. It's something I'm I'm really passionate about. I think one of the coolest things, and, I'm, and maybe I'm just rambling on here. Um, no, please. Is that you know picking up other people's garbage is not something you're you know you're like I'm looking forward to doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's not it's not fun, especially when you're when you've got you know use toilet paper and, and all other sorts of disgusting things that, that you're finding out there. And uh, the, the coolest thing for me was at the end of it when we were, you know, kind of reviewing and going through, you know, kind of comparing, oh, well, I was able to pick up this amount of garbage. You know, it's kind of fun, but is how people were just so energized by it. Mm-hmm. Um, one, they were, they were disgusted that there was that much garbage sure. to begin with. But, but second, that they were, they were just, they were grateful for the opportunity to be able to go and, and give back and, and help out these places. So mm-hmm. it's been it's been awesome. Living in Utah, yep. we have an incredible amount of natural beauty around us. And sure. so as a result, we also are a destination for landscape photographers. Yep. And we have a ton of local <laughs> landscape photographers. Oh, yeah. Uh, what would you say to them is their responsibility in the process of this, yep. this whole leave it better? Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm part of a group on, on Facebook that discusses this at length and is kind of putting some things together to to share out with with that and my my take is that landscape photographers have an even more uh, you know even more responsibility than kind of the average show they sh- they should know better and it's not just that oh are you picking up after yourself are you practicing you know you're kind of your basic leave no trace principles but there's things that they need to think about Especially in our in our day of day and age of of social media and you know being able to have such readily easily access to to information and, and locations and hey I'm I'm a big advocate of of everybody going out I mean there are public lands that's the whole idea behind it is that people can go to these places and experience them and enjoy them and, and they yeah. should I, everybody should have as much right to these places as as I have but <laughs> I, I say that with like a you know an, an asterisk is we need to really have in our conscious of, of the impact that we have mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. While there's some places that are more uh, accessible or can handle the amount of foot traffic that they're, that they're getting, there are some places that just cannot handle it, you know, due to their, uh, you know, maybe it's a, a, a Native American site, um, maybe it's just a it, there's there's places like an Escalante that are that are made out of very fragile mudstone mm-hmm. that just cannot handle the the amount of foot traffic that's a place like the Grand Canyon or, or Yellowstone can handle and even those places are, are, are having issues right and so I think it's really important for landscape photographers to conscientiously think about their impact you know, when they take a, an incredible photo of a place and share it then immediately a lot of other people are going to want to go to the, you know, what, you, know you, you, you see it scrolling through their, their comments like, where is this place? We've got to go. And they're mm-hmm. tagging, you know, it kind of uh, compounds from there. And then you got thousands of people just from one photo of maybe a relatively unknown location 
that is fairly fragile and a lot of people are going to want to go there. And so I think, you know, for, you know, landscape photographers to think about their impact and, you know, do I tag this? Do I geotag this? Right. Am I, am I sharing those locations? And it's not that you're trying to keep things secret. It's that you're trying to keep them you know, a little bit more protected and, mm-hmm. and, and have some responsibility on there. I see, you know, I get a lot of Questions and in, in, in my comments is, you know, hey, what are the GPS coordinates for this? Right. And, and and in some places, if it's like, yeah, I mean, this is a place where, you know, most people know about, here, here it is. But some places I, I, I guard a little bit more close to the chest. And 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 part of that as well is, hey, I've, I've had to work really hard to try and find this location. I, you know, did a lot of research on my own. I've been looking through, you know, maps or, or online or... Um, you know, Google Earthing a lot of my sure, time, yeah. and part of the joy in finding those locations is is going through that process and, and getting a reward. I think a lot of times in a, in our world of Google and uh, you know, microwaves, we just have Im- immediate expectations of, of wanting something now versus going through the whole whole process of, of finding a place. So, uh, yeah, that's probably a long answer for that. But <clears throat> I think um, photographers have a big responsibility of thinking about what. <clears throat> Jeez Louise, sorry, I had a frog in my throat here. Thinking about what their impact on on a, on a place is. So um, the, the other <laughs> issue is there, there's been this real trend of maybe it's a so, social media thing, an Instagram thing for sure. Is you know adding a, a prop or doing things for for a photo that just don't jive well for the environment. You know, there's a <laughs> there's a great uh, Insta- <clears throat> Instagram account out there. I I, I think it's uh, you didn't camp there or you didn't sleep there or something mm-hmm. like that. Where, yeah, where it yeah. shows people, you know, it shares people's photos of, you know, they've got some tent on right on the edge of the Grand Canyon or right, right yeah. on the edge of Observation Point. You know, no, you well, well one you can't camp there. <laughs> you can't legally camp there. Right. There's signs everywhere. But people are posting those type of photos, and that just encourages very bad behavior. And you're, and you know, a lot of the argument is, well, one photo wasn't, you know, one one person doing that isn't going to hurt anything. Yeah, you're probably right, but the impact and the the problem is, you know, these influencer accounts that have hundreds of thousands of followers, they post a photo like that. Well, what that encourages all these other people that want to, you know, copycat or replicate mm-hmm. or, or whatever, mm-hmm. and then that can have have lasting damage or, you know, I've seen, you know, a lot of hubs that'll share photos of people that are hooking up hammocks on, on, uh, you know, delicate sandstone. And and I get it. A a lot of those hammocks are, are, are pretty environmentally, uh, friendly, but some of them have got, you know, the metal hooks and you you look in there and it's like, it's scratching the daylights out of, out of these places. And, you know, it's always the problem you're, you're, you're coming across is someone has, created an image they're they're proud of it i get that and and they don't want to hear hey have you thought about the impact this might be having and so they they get pretty argumentative and you know you know strange people are arguing on the internet but (laughs) you know that that's one thing that people really need to 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 think about you know there was uh, um, she she was a, a ranger she's a photographer but she was she's a national park ranger She's kind of been all over. She was in Grand Teton. She was in Zion. I think she's in, in Glacier now. 
Uh, and she would share all the time about people that would come and, and set up campfires right next to a, you know, the lake or, 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 or set up their, their kind of their photo shoot or whatever. Just the, the, the long-term damage that, that it can have. So people need to think about that. You know, think about, hey, you've got a following. What kind of message are you, are you sending to people? Are you practicing Leave No Trace? Are you, are you leaving a place better than you found it? Um, are you, you know, encouraging people to, you know, kind of be stewards of, of the wilderness? I, I think the, the problem right now is that a lot of landscape photographers are more about self-promotion and, and you know, how many likes can I get? Sure. Oh, this, this photo is going to get so many likes. That, you know, in the long term, <laughs> that, that, that does not matter. That, mm-hmm. that it just, it, 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 it's not real, you know, um, but preserving these places is real <laughs> and, yeah. and keeping them for future generations yeah. to enjoy is, is a real thing. And so I think those are the, you know, those are the big impacts that, that people have to have, you know, even locally here. And, and you know, I were going back and forth about this and talking about it and where I'm still in the, in the works of trying to work with, with a couple of rangers, but you know, uh, Albion Basin is, is a prime example of this, you know, it, it, relatively unknown five years ago even, right? right? But it is probably, you know, hands down one of the best places for Utah wildflowers in, in the summer. And people want to go there now for good reason. You know, I started getting some traction on, on Facebook, you know, a lot of uh, portrait photographers, wedding photographers wanted to go there. And, you know, it's just gained a lot of traction. And now, they, I mean, they've had to put, you know, I, I was just up there a couple of weeks ago, just, you know, for fall, fall colors, scouting around. And there's, there are no parking signs like every 10 feet. You know, it's kind of crazy. You know, you know, and that, that's unfortunate that those things have to be there because that takes away from the right. experience as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, there's signs everywhere, you know, and um, I'll give a couple more examples. But that, that one is one where, you know, people are parking and, and damaging um, and, you know, and causing more erosion <clears throat> and, and issues. People are completely, <clears throat> um, you know, trampling through these these fields and, and destroying the flowers and <laughs> this is again where a lot of people are like oh Crimea River flowers are going to grow back and yeah I guess that's one way to look at it but I, I look at this as well everything's all trampled you know that that doesn't leave it better for the next person to come along and, and enjoy what you just what you enjoyed but then destroyed mm-hmm. and then the, you know the issue of legality around it. if you're commercially photographing there and you're taking clients and they're paying you and you are, uh, you know, doing something in a, in, a, in a national forest that actually should have a, have a permit for that, you know, and that throws people into it, you know, it's public lands, I should do what I want. Sure, <laughs> it's yeah. like, well, yeah, I get that, but there, there's also restrictions and, and whether you like them or not, they're, they're in place and we should, we should respect those. And uh, when, when one person starts breaking the rules and a lot of people start breaking the rules, well, all that does is force their hand to restrict access to, to everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, people need to really think about the long-term effects. It's not just the here and, and now. Another perfect example of this is, is Faults Kiva in, in Canyonlands, which, again, 10 years ago, not a lot of people knew about mm-hmm. it. And, and, the, and the National Park Service does not advertise this place. It's, you know, it's a classified as a, um, you know, a, a, a class two ruin and 
you know, they don't put it on any maps, they don't put it on brochures, they're not publicly advertising this. But again, through social media, it has just taken, you know, and for good, you know, these places are incredible. Of course, right. people are going to want to go to them. Um, and last I heard, False Kiva was closed it, It's off. closed, yeah, yeah. So that's that's where I'm getting. Entirely, so yeah. um, back in August, they, they've, you know, the, the MPS was basically, we, we've had enough of, of the vandalism here that we have to close access to mm-hmm. it. And I was fortunate enough to be able to go there several years ago, and you know, I've taken friends there, and I don't think I advertised the place, but you know, I, I've, I've shared photos, and maybe I, you know, may, you know, that's something I've kind of had to deal with. I mean, you know, have I added to this? Mm-hmm. You know, what is, what's my personal impact been? And I have become much more conscientious of that, and and you know, maybe a little survivor's guilt, but. You know, grateful that I had the opportunity to, to go there and, and experience that, but un- unfortunately, you know, people just can't leave things alone. Right. And uh, you know, there was damage to the structure. They had, um, you know, damaged and graffitied the the alcove. Hmm. And yeah, the and I don't blame the MPS. I'm like, well, yeah, if you want this place to last and 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 be preserved, which is kind of the whole idea of, of the, I mean, that's why the National Park Service was was, was created was to preserve these places right. for the you know for the benefit and enjoyment of the people, you know, not for them to completely destroy it. Um, yeah, I don't I don't blame the Park Service at all for closing it. That's mm-hmm. probably the right right thing to do, and and hopefully in time, you know, that can be reopened. But th- this isn't anything new. I mean, a lot of national parks have had to close off sections. Be, because of, of vandalism, and that's that's the problem. That's what people are not are not thinking is, yeah. If I if I litter or am causing vandalism, this is just gonna hurt myself and other people from being able to access these places. Mm-hmm. So those are those are the things that you know people need to start taking into consideration and, yeah. and thinking about. As thinking about all these things, because you you mentioned your kind of back and forth on tagging locations yeah. on Instagram, and also like you know the impact that you might have had on mm-hmm. places like False Kiva. How, how has this affected your work as a photographer? Yeah, I don't I don't post as much anymore. <laughs> well, okay, there you go. <laughs> Which is one I, I and and part of that is just dis- disillusionment with the whole with the whole thing. Um, I I asked in a in a in a Instagram story a while back ago, you know, like I, I asked, and I look, I it's it's a very uh, uh, fallacy laden, non scientific poll, but but the question was posed, you know, if it wasn't for social media, would you even enjoy photography? Mm. And and of course, I got a lot of, I, I'm sure a lot of people were like, well, of course, I'd still be interested in photography, but it was it's actually interesting. I, I got several responses of, of people that were no, no, I wouldn't. Hmm. And the reality is, is probably more more toward that. If it wasn't for social media, there there would probably be a less uh, a, a lot of uh, people that were not as interested in photography. And I and I guess that's the question of, you know, going. You know, we talked a little bit beforehand about why. I I, th- I think a lot about that as well. So why am I into photography? Why am I why am I taking this? One, it's a creative outlet. It's. Uh, Something you can do by yourself, you know, you're not having to get a whole production crew and a film crew, and, uh, and you know, and 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 do all that. The the barriers to entry are are, are fairly um, limit, you know, uh, limited. You you can you can go and you can buy a, a pretty affordable camera these days. Um, shop at PictureLine.com. You could you could do that at PictureLine, for example. <laughs> you can go into PictureLine, for example, and get great service. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and get amazing 
photos from from these incredible machines mm-hmm. for for pretty uh, low low cost. So there's just there's a lot of people that, that get into it. And I guess my wise, I I enjoy nature first and and getting out and seeing these incredible places. And if I can get a photo and and, and keep it as a memory, that's that's kind of a, a plus for me. And 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 one cool thing is you know. Um, you know, I'll post photos and, you know, again, careful to, to not, you know, share any, uh, you know, giveaway information. But there's people that, that comment from around the world are like, I thank you for posting this. If it wasn't for you, I, I would probably never have an opportunity to, to, to see this place. And that's, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know, photography can, can have, and that's the great thing about social media. You know, I kind of ragged on a little bit, but social media can do amazing things, um, you know, sharing images and, and connecting people and um, being able to, sh- to spread awareness on a, on a larger on a, on a larger scale. So yeah, I, I definitely think about my impact and um, I'm, I'm very conscious about uh, when I go to places, am I, am I you know, o- obeying the rules? Am I um, thinking about the, the restrictions? Am I, am I doing things, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's hard because there's a lot of times where access has been closed off or, or there's a trail that, that says, hey, this is for repair, please please stay away. And, oh, well, unfortunately enough, the place I want to go photograph is, is off that trail, which mm-hmm. is now closed. And there's a lot of people that say, well, you know, screw it, I'm going to go. But, right. you know, for me, I, I just, I, my moral compass is now to the point where um, protecting those places and, and following those rules are, are much more important than, than getting a photo. And, and hopefully one day, you know, places like that will, will open up again and we'll be able to go back. Um, but yeah, that's, that's had a radical shift on, on where I kind of stand as, uh, as a photographer and, and how I, I view landscape photography in general. Yeah. Well, Phil, thank you so much for joining us yeah. uh, for talking about this. Where can people go to either see your work or yep. uh, support this mission? Sure. Uh, if you want to see photography work, I, I post things. Uh, I, I can only handle so many social media accounts. I know there's a bazillion out there, sure. but <laughs> I, I, I pretty much <laughs> stuck with uh, Instagram, which is at uh, Phil Monson, P-H-I-L-L-M-O-N-S-O-N. And, you know, <clears throat> uh, you know, talking about you know, getting involved. So one thing that I've done is, is, is created this, this, um, th- this company called Intrada Outdoor. Mm-hmm. And, and our purpose is, is, is simple. Uh, it exists to encourage uh, engagement in outdoor stewardship and bring awareness for uh, wilderness ethics. And, and that's the why behind it. What, what we do is we just happen to make hats and, and stickers. And <laughs> so um, there's a lot of leave it better than you found it uh, hats. And, um, um, you know, a portion of that, uh, of any of the, of the proceeds, I, I donate to the National Park Foundation. I found them to be, you know, going back to that uh, non-extremist environmentalist. There's a lot of groups that, that I agree with, but <laughs> sometimes the, the masses do not. And so I've tried to take a, a middle of the road a, approach on on a, on a charitable cause, and the National Parks Foundation is the charitable arm of the national parks, and uh, they're just a great organization um, that I've decided to to partner with. And so a portion of the proceeds goes to uh, goes to them to to help leave it better. I, I I believe in that mantra and put my money where my mouth is, literally. <laughs> so. oh, cool. Well, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it.
Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Thanks to Phil for sitting down with us. You can get more info on his work and his mission in our show notes. The Picture Line podcast is a production of Picture Line, which is located at 305 West, 700 South in Salt Lake City, Utah, and is your source for photography equipment, education, and more. If you enjoy the Picture Line podcast, be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way for us to reach a wider audience and gain visibility. You can listen to us wherever you get podcasts. We'll see you next week.